This is the Shanice Lewis Show, the number one podcast for plus-size women. With your host, the queen of curvy conversation, Shanice Lewis. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis. Today is Monday, June 10th, 2019. Make sure you're following this show's social media pages on Facebook at The Shanice Lewis Show and on Instagram and Twitter at Shanice Show. And make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. Today we have a very special guest. Natasha Williams is the executive director of Curvy Express, a social hub that empowers curvy women to be confident in their lifestyle. She works to manifest the dreams of women through the curation of social social events that focus on confidence and self-love. In 2017, Natasha founded Dream Big Midwest, Chicago's first and largest plus-size fashion and beauty conference in an effort to build a community of curvy women while also promoting inclusion in the Midwest fashion industry. Natasha has partnered with several national companies, including Lane Bryant, Eloquy, JCPenney's, Buy, Sugar Factory, Big Big Mattress, Parfait, and many more. She was the first to collaborate with Chicago's Macy's on State Street on a fashion show that was exclusively for the curvy and plus-size woman. The 2019 Dream Big Curvy Conference and Fashion Show is set for August 17th and 18th in Chicago. Let's welcome Natasha to the show. Hi, Natasha. How are you? Hi. Happy Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday. Well, thank you, you so much for joining me today. No problem. I, thank you for having me. I looked at all of the lineups that you had with your interview, and <clears throat> excuse me, I was just so impressed, and I'm, you know, I'm just honored to speak with you today. Thank you. So let's start from your beginning. Tell us about growing up in Chicago. Were you always confident, or was that something you had to grow into as an adult? Um, I feel like just with anywhere, it starts off uh, pretty much the same where, excuse me, where kids grow up and they're confident and then, you know, as they grow into their teenage years, they get a little bit uncomfortable with themselves and find things that are wrong with them. So um, my younger years growing up here in Chicago, they were fun. I, you know, had family and friends to reach out to. I was the one that talked too much in class. (laughs) (laughs) So I always had friends, always kept friends. My teachers would tell my mom, like, oh, she has to get away from people. Um, (laughs) But growing up, it did get a little awkward um, because I have an OTD where I pull my my hair. And so just growing up, you know, again, in a society where beauty and fashion and things like that are really important to people, um, I grew up with really short hair. So around my I want to say middle school to high school time, it did get a little challenging, but, again, because I have great friends and family, um, I was able to overcome, you know, any judgment or anything like that. Well, that's awesome. So you said you had something with your hair. So growing up, the challenge wasn't necessarily related to your size. It was more about your condition with your hair. Um, I think it was possibly both. 
because I had short hair and I would have to dress a certain way. So for me, I had to dress feminine because if I didn't dress feminine, then, you know, people would mistake me for a boy. So my weight did play a role in that because, um, you know, growing up, we didn't have as many stores that catered to us. And so while I would go out and look for plus size, you know, cutesy, girly clothes, um, they weren't there. And so a lot of times I did wear men's clothing if I wanted to be fashionable. Um, I remember buying, you know, some Tommy Hilfiger jeans. But, <laughs> and they were men. And so when I was but that shopping was in style day, in the 90s. I, it was. <laughs> but I was wearing men's clothing. And so when I was walking around, people would confuse me uh, for a boy. And so because I had the short hair and then because of my weight and everything. Um, so it was a challenge with fashion, too. Um, and my weight played a role. <laughs> so you went on to fall in love with graphic design and got a degree in graphic design and became a corporate graphic designer. Now, did you leave Mm -hmm. corporate America to be a freelancer and an influencer? I I don't even look at myself as an influencer. (laughs) Um, So I actually lost my job in 2015. And so let me start off at the beginning. So I actually wanted to major in fashion in college. Um, but again, mm-hmm. back then fashion was, you know, not prominent and plus size women. And so I was encouraged to, you know, go into something where I could get a job afterwards. So I went into graphic design because that was another love of mine working on computers and just the whole design aspect. It kind of, you know, fashion and design has like the same basics with colors and things like that. Um mm-hmm. But And so I did go into fashion, got a job in the corporate industry, like you said. In 2015, I lost my job, and so I kept trying to um, find something else as a graphic designer. And I just couldn't find anything, so I felt as if something was pulling me, telling me to go a different direction. And I wanted to do something that fulfilled my my desires for philanthropy and fashion, and so that's when I just tiptoed into, you know, my fashion industry. And I, I did a number of things trying to find what worked. Um, but, yeah, so that's how I just ended up into fashion. So you're a full-time entrepreneur now? Hello? Did we lose you? Uh-oh, I'm sorry. Natasha? Can you hear me? There you go. Yes, yeah, so I said, are you a full-time uh, entrepreneur now? I am. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Oh, my gosh. I have so many visions and things that I'm working on right now. Um, it's actually hard for me to focus on one thing, which is what I really need to do. Um, <laughs> but, yep, I'm an entrepreneur, and I love it. So how did you discover the plus-size community? Was it through graphic design, or did you go to an event? How did you discover it was all these events and bloggers and a whole community? Um, let's see. Oh, I'm trying to think. So I know that, I mean, I like I said, I was always into fashion um, ever since that incident where I was kicked out of a dressing room because I thought – you know, because um, the salesperson thought that I was a guy, I always felt like I had to dress feminine. And so from then on, like, I was totally into fashion. 
I was researching different stores and things like that. Um, I was, I believe I was still working in my corporate job. I was working at a law firm, um, but I was still tapping into fashion. And I had something on Instagram where I was just showing pictures um, of my outfits and everything. And I remember Hyatt Rita reaching out to me and saying, like, hey, we should collab because she was also here in Chicago. And at the time, I didn't really take her seriously, (laughs) and I should have. But I think I was so busy with my job and everything. So she was the first person I encountered who was, like, really into, you know, fashion and blogging. And at the time, I wasn't as into it, but I knew I wanted to do something in fashion. Um, so I'll say that's probably how I how I got started. It really it really started as, you know, an idea of me trying to help younger girls, like, oh, I want to help them, you know, dress for themselves and, you know, just define who they are through style and, you know, something like that. But then it turned into, girl, something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> and so you went on to create the Curvy Express. Now, I just looked at the website today. Mm-hmm. I thought the Curvy Express was like you as a fashion blogger, <laughs> but this is a whole curvy creative network. Now, did you rebrand it? Or was that always the concept? I have rebranded the Curvy Express about <laughs> three or four times now. It started okay. off as a personal styling, um, as a personal styling business for women who wanted to have a personal styling service within their budget. So basically, I wanted to create, um, a, I wanted to have a luxurious experience for a woman who was basically on my budget, you know, a middle-class woman. Um, That didn't work out for me because I just really don't think I wanted to tap into personal styling. Uh, And so it did change. (laughs) And right now it is a new project that I'm working on, which is um, a network for women in the Midwest to connect uh, in the fashion industry. And so, You know, there are so many women here who are aspiring models. Um, I have photographers who reach out to me, and they're looking for women to shoot. And it's like, why don't I just create this umbrella? Well, you know, women can do this all year round. Um, And not just women, because I also work with Columbia College Chicago, um, and I'm working with guys who are fashion designers, and they want to get their work out there. So it's like I just need to find a way to connect people year-round instead of having to wait for this one or two days um, for the conference. And, you know, they could just do it all year-round, and I can kind of hold them accountable that way. And on the website, it says the Curvy Express provides services and workshops and your big conference. So it's Curvy Express, the umbrella where everything you do related to plus size will fall under. Yes, absolutely. So um, the subscription service would be my LLC. That's my for-profit. And then I have a, the Curvy Express Foundation, which the conference falls under. Um, and that's also where we work with, you know, college students. Um, we'll start to work with uh, high school students or, you know, younger girls. We're trying to get a program together now for that. Um, but, yeah, we're looking to do so many things under it. Now, how did the vision come about to create the Dream Big Curvy Conference and Fashion Show? 
so that came, I was, let me think about it. <laughs> so during the time that I thought I wanted to be a personal stylist, um, and I had created the Curvy Express to do that, I was trying to get my name out there because I didn't start as an influencer or anything like that, so people didn't know me. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. people still don't know me. But <laughs> <laughs> but I was trying to get my name out there. And so I would host uh, free workshops with other personal stylists and makeup artists in the community um, and just meeting different women. And so I would always get questions like, oh, I'm a blogger, or, you know, how do, how do I become a blogger? I want to model. Do you all have any opportunities to do that? I received so many questions, and I did not have the answers to them. <laughs> so um, just in going back to Hyatt Rita, I knew that she was a blogger, um, and I knew that I could reach other women, you know, through social media if, you know, they let me. And so I was just like, you know what, let's create this platform for women to ask all of their questions. Um and then also provide opportunities for them to do more here in Chicago. Because we didn't have that Kirby community, uh, we would always, you know, travel other places and see each other, but we didn't have that community here in Chicago. So I definitely wanted to start something um, where we could all get together, even if it's not, you know, during a conference, but just socially on a regular day. Um, You know, let's collaborate and do some things together. And so that's what this platform does. It brings the women together who who either want to get into the industry or who are already in the industry um, or just looking for something, you know, fun to do with fashion. So you just mentioned there really wasn't a big curvy community happening at Chicago. So when you launched, mm-hmm. were people just so excited and it was as easy to to get people on board, or was it kind of a struggle because they weren't familiar with the curvy community abroad? <laughs> um, starting out, I felt like it was a struggle for me because I wasn't an influencer and people did not know who I was. So it's like, <laughs> who are you reaching out to me? You're not a blogger. You know, you're not XYZ. So I tried to use the Curvy Express like, oh, I'm a stylist and you know, that's how I've gotten into the industry, which I did um, have a few clients as a stylist, but I didn't do it for long. Um, So I just kind of used the Curvy Express styling platform as a way to reach out to women and try to, you know, get to know them. And then, again, using, um, or Hire Rita was actually the first person that I asked with, you know, would she be on the panel and how much she would charge me? And at that time, she told me she would not charge me anything. So I felt like, you know, that was the universe telling me this is something that you have to do. Um, From there, I think I met Jessica Milagros, the model here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Um, And things just started falling into place. And so that's how, (laughs) that's kind of how it got started. It, It started as a challenge because people weren't buying tickets. And it just so happened the day of the conference, I kid you not, I have no clue where everybody came from, <laughs> but we had over 200 <laughs> attendees, and I was just like, I don't know how this happened, but, you know, thank God. But thank God. <laughs> so it started off rough. <laughs> and it's so still do hard you think that was your people now. Sorry, go ahead. So do you think that was your biggest challenge 
reaching out to people when you said they weren't familiar with you and weren't familiar with your brand because the plus community can be very clickish. So was that your biggest Um, obstacle? (laughs) um, It was not. I think that I may have had an advantage because I wasn't an influencer. I wasn't a blogger. I wasn't a model. So people didn't see competition in me. Um, Okay. So I think that may have helped me a little bit. My biggest challenge, honestly, was um, the funding part of it, (laughs) finding funding Mm -hmm. and reaching out to companies because I did not have, you know, the following that they needed to see in order to put on this event or, you know, my name wasn't out there. So it's like, who am I giving this money to as a sponsor? Um, And can she make this happen, especially with it being my first year? So you made it happen. It was a success. And now this is your second year of the event, correct? This year will be my third year. (laughs) Oh, third. Okay. You doing it. Yes. So you Uh, have not (laughs) announced the 2019 speakers or models yet. So are you taking submissions? We have, um, we have people in place. Uh, It's just a matter of, basically getting contracts signed and permission to uh, announce them. And again, like I'm just a one woman team. (laughs) I do have help. I have Mm -hmm. advisors. Let me not say that. So I do, I have a strong group of women who help me, but when it comes to tangibly doing everything, I am the only person. So as a graphic designer, I, you know, do everything for social media. I do the website. If anybody has to email and ask a question, I'm the one that's answering them. I'm reaching out to sponsors. I'm talking to sponsors. So it can get a little hectic and a little backed up for me. Um, But that is something that I'm working on now. (laughs) I'm actually working on the graphics so that I can put speakers on there. I do have some that I can start posting. Uh, So hopefully that will come this week. Okay, well, that's awesome. And uh, tell us what the weekend looks like. If you attend, what is the experience? For the conference? Yes. Okay. Oh, so um, that would definitely have speakers and panelists. Um, I feel like Chicago has such a different style from a lot of other cities. So I'm always looking forward to, you know, what can the Midwest woman bring? Um, So you can definitely see some different fashion styles um, on our pink carpet. Uh, The first day, of course, is, you know, we'll have the panels, we'll have the speakers, we'll have vendors. We have even thrown in a few workshops. Um, That's something that we're testing out. So this year we'll have fewer panels and we'll have more workshops um, because I wanted women to actually walk away with something that, you know, they can do. So if it's something hands-on, so like we'll have a model posing workshop, you know, she'll actually get to activate her dreams, (laughs) you know, instead of just sitting there listening and you're taking in all this information, it's like at what point are you going to start working on it? So we're making Mm -hmm. people work on it at the conference. (laughs) So we've added workshops this year, um, and we want to kind of have like a day party. So we'll host and have, we'll have a host. 
Um, we'll have music playing, you know, food, just something that will engage everybody, many fashion shows during the day. Uh, and then for the second day, we are partnering with Columbia College, and a few of their students will have submissions in our fashion show. And so we're extremely, extremely excited about that. And I actually have a new project that I will launch at the conference. I'm not going to mention it, though. <laughs> because oh, now you got to give me a through. little exclusive. <laughs> I need an exclusive on something. <laughs> I'm hoping that it'll come through. Um, let's just say someone reached out to me, and it's an amazing website that sells clothes wholesale. And it's actually my style and, um, you know, something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So I may introduce it. I'm not sure at the conference. I may have a vendor's booth. Or I may introduce it at the fashion show. <laughs> and I'm doing, like, okay. air quotes at the fashion show. Um, the women may be walking in something of mine. Uh, but, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping that's okay. <laughs> So where can tickets be purchased? Tickets can be purchased on our website at dreambigmidwest.com, or they can look on Eventbrite and just look up, you know, Dream Big Midwest Curvy Conference, um, Fashion Show, all of those keywords. (laughs) Now, besides this event, I see you also have some community service projects under your umbrella. Tell me about the Curvy Clothing Drive and Curvy Incorporate. So Curvy Incorporate, um, that was one of the workshops that we held when I was a stylist before the conference even came about. Um, And it's something that I wanted to continue to do because we really enjoyed ourselves and the women who attended really enjoyed themselves. Um, But we just gave a workshop that talked to women about basically being creative in corporate. So, of course, I had a corporate job, and I worked at a law firm, and it was, I mean, I was trying to find a better way to say it, but it was kind of boring with the with the way I could dress. Like, if I had <laughs> anything colorful, you know, people look at you like, oh, my gosh, this is a law firm. <laughs> and so you couldn't really okay. get creative with your outfits. And so the workshop was to show women how to be creative with their outfits, whether it was, you know, wearing a belt as a tie or taking a scarf and recreating a purse. Um, It was really, we had a really great time. And I worked with a makeup artist. Her name is Rashia Williams. And she, we, we're not related by any means. (laughs) But, excuse me, she showed women, like, how to do 15-minute looks um, if they're running late for work. So it was really great tips and tricks that, um, you know, women were able to walk away with. And we just did it for free just to see, you know, just to give out information. Um, and the other is then, oh, the clothing drive. That was something that I started last year. I actually wanted to give, I wanted to give back for my birthday. Um, and my birthday is December 21st, which is a few days before Christmas. Um, so I thought that it would be a perfect opportunity instead of taking a trip or, you know, blowing it on a hotel or something like I normally do, I was like, I'd rather give back. And so I, you know, collected clothes at the last minute. Um, Torrid Foundation actually gave me clothes to give away. And so we just set up a small little store, 
inside of a um, community library, and women came, and they were able to take anything they wanted, and it was just such a blessing for both of us um, just to give and to see women who were being blessed with clothes and things that they necessarily would not have to have, especially around Christmas time. Um, so it's something that I want to continue to do. I was supposed to have one for prom, <laughs> but because it, uh, it was around the time of the conference and I'm working so hard, I may just, I'm thinking about either doing a back-to-school one or um, having another Christmas or holiday clothing drive. Mm-hmm. So you really have a lot of things going on, uh, <laughs> a lot of brands. So what type of partnerships are you looking for for your brands? Who would you like to work with? Um, honestly, I just want to work with anyone who who gets the Kirby community and wants to support the Kirby community. Um, I mm-hmm. think we see a lot of stores right now who are jumping on the Kirby bandwagon and they're not being successful with their brands um, because it just shows that they really don't care. They don't really support the community, but they're just trying to get money. Um, so if I could, honestly, I don't have a, any particular brand. It doesn't even have to be curvy clothes. It could be a car like Tesla who's, <laughs> you know, who's just like, mm-hmm. listen, we understand our cars are spacious, they're for curvy women. Um, I actually learned that all of their models spell out sexy. So I was like, oh, that would be super dope to have them as a sponsor and have their car models there that spells out sexy. Um, but, you know, just any brands that that's willing to support us and actually see us and recognize us as curvy women and not curvy dollars. Nice. So if anybody is listening and want to get in touch with you for a partnership or want to be involved in your conference, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, they can feel free to email me at info at dreambigmidwest.com. Um, and they can even go on the website and on our contact page, we have a drop down list of, you know, how they want to reach us or, you know, how they want to be involved. So whether it's through partnership um, we actually have art submissions for the conference. Um, any other ways, just either reach out on the website or directly through our email. So what is the ultimate goal with your career and your brand, or are you still figuring it out? Um, I'm honestly still figuring it out. <laughs> um <laughs> I think I have an idea of what I want to do. Everything for me revolves around philanthropy and helping other people uh, succeed or just seeing them grow. Whether I'm a graphic designer, I'm helping their business grow, um, or whether I'm doing something in a plus community and, you know, women are being signed to modeling agencies, in which we have have had a few women who were signed at the conference. Um, It's just hearing those stories and, hearing the excitement in their voices that they've reached their dreams. So my ultimate goal is to help people manifest their dreams, whether it's through fashion or, you know, if they want to be in PR, if they want to learn how to brand their own business and it doesn't have to be in fashion. Um, 
I just like to help people. <laughs> so that's my ultimate goal, fashion and philanthropy. Nice. Now, do you have anything else coming up we could be on the lookout for or something that I didn't mention that you want to say? Oh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm doing. I'm working on so many different projects right now, and they're all in the beginning phase. Um, one thing to look out for is I do not currently have a Curvy Express blog, so I am looking for women to work with for that, um, and that's going to launch pretty soon because that's something that I have to have come out. Um, I also have my personal blog, I Am Posh Posh, that talks about entrepreneurship and just my journey, you know, my successes and failures. So if women want to learn that way, um, it's poshtosh.com. Other than that, um, I do have a couple of projects where I'm partnering with uh, Curve Culture. We have a little bit, we have some ideas in mind. I don't know if everybody knows Kiana, but, you know, she's a big name here in Chicago. And so I'm excited about that. They could definitely look forward to us collaborating on a big event. Um, But I believe that's it. And are you for hire as a graphic designer, or now you're just doing your own project? <laughs> I am very selective with projects. Um, I do, so I do have a business called 1221, and it's uh, consulting and branding for startups. Uh, Off-season for the conference. I'm more accessible right now. I do use that as a means of income, so I am available, um, but like I said, I am very selective. People have to really know um, that this is what they want to do, and they have to be willing to pay for it. Yeah, well, that's number one, pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't realize how much it costs to be a graphic designer, and I honestly try to work with people because I understand you know, as an entrepreneur that, I mean, even I don't have it, you know, building this conference. And so I try to work with people, um, but you do have to pay for skills and talent. <laughs> uh, and I think a lot of people aren't ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I've learned so much about you today. Thank you so much for joining the show. But before you go, tell us your official website and social media pages. My official website is thecurvyexpress.com. From there, you can find everything out about the foundation, the conference, how we work with uh, students, and, you know, any other offers or internship programs that we have going on. Um, And our social media page, so on Instagram, I would prefer you go to the conference page, which is Dream Big Midwest. Um, And I also have the Curvy Express. Um, and we're also on Facebook at the Curvy Express and Dream Big Midwest. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really did learn a lot about you and your brand. So this was a very <laughs> informative interview. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I hope to talk to you more off air <laughs> and get to know you yes. as well. But um, I greatly appreciate your time and thank you for doing this. Well, all right. Thanks again, and enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll definitely be in touch soon. All right. Bye. Be blessed.
Bye-bye. And thank you to my fabulous guest this evening, Natasha Williams. Make sure you check out her event and social media pages. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting. Until next time, keep thriving in your curves and be blessed. You've been listening to The Shanice Lewis Show. For more info about the show, visit ShaniceLewisShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.